0: Promo Promo Insiders, a podcast from ASI's Counselor Magazine that covers the issues that matter most to the promotional products industry. I'm Chris Ruvo, and today I'll be chatting with David Platt and Melissa Ralston. David is CEO, and Melissa is Chief Marketing Officer for the Top 40 Promo Supplier that's long been known as Bic Graphic. But it's that very name that we're here to talk about today, as well as the future of a firm with a 73-year history. Melissa, David, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having us.
1: Great, Great, so to be let's here, kind Chris.
0: of let the cat out of the bag here. Um, what's what's the big news regarding Vic's name?
1: Well, the big news is uh, we are going to change our name from uh, BIC Graphic to uh, Coozie Group. And, um, you know, we're really excited about this and just feels like there's so much upside for us as we as we look to the future. Um, so very exciting times.
0: All right, very good. So so that's, a, that's obviously huge news for our industry. You've been known as BIC for so long. Um, why the name change?
1: Well, when uh, when Bic Consumer uh, sold the business, this is going back a couple of years. They sold it to HIG Capital, out of uh, big private equity firm out of Miami. Mm-hmm. Part of the deal was that the name had to change at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that start, with that with that said, we're really excited about this change and feel like it's a new start for us um, as we look, you know, again to this future, the, our future. Um, you know, we're, we're going to be known for best-in-class service and. We're beginning to put the training in place with our people and new processes. And HIG's been great about allowing us to spend a lot of money on uh, new systems to help manage our uh, the service component of our business. And we really want to build this foundation for future growth and in the promotional products uh, space. And um, you know, this is just it, to us, it's just kind of a new beginning or a new start. Uh, so the name change was uh, timing was great. The other the other big reason the other big advantage is that um, by being called BitGraphic, graphic we were a lot of times pigeonholed into just being known about pens and sure. we, yeah so we'd have we'd have some big customers come here some with their end customers and they'd say we we didn't realize you guys did all these other categories and had mm-hmm. such an expansive offering and you know we thought you just did pens maybe a few other things like lighters uh, so mm-hmm. you know from that perspective it was great um, what would you add Melissa
2: yeah, I mean, I think uh, more than that, we really have always kind of operated more as a standalone entity, and and as David mentioned, we've we've evolved, right, in terms of just our culture, what we offer, in terms of our product selection, and really what we want to be known for in, in the promotional space. So I think it's really a good time for us for this change. So we're excited. All
0: right, very good. So um, so why Koozie Group in in particular? I mean, we could we could hazard a guess there, there but I think um, I was reading some of the background on this, and I'm, I think there was hundreds of names that that you guys kind of poured over and considered. So why was was this the right one?
1: Yeah, I mean, this was a um, you know, Melissa and team went through just an extensive process to uh, to figure this out and make sure that we got it right. Um, you froze, Chris. I froze.
0: Can you can you hear me now?
1: Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay. okay. I just want you to know you froze, but All right. <laughs> Melissa and team went through a um, an exhaustive process to, to, you know, this is obviously a huge move for us. We want to make sure we got it right. So, um, and I'll let her detail the process, but uh, I'm, I'm excited where we ended up. I mean, you think about Koozie and every time you say to somebody that, you know, that's one of our brands, we own the Koozie brand, they kind of get a big smile on their face and they say, really? um, yeah, yeah, you know, I love that Koozie brand and they've always got two or three uh, great stories about, you know, how they interacted with Koozie and how it made them feel. And it's exactly what we're going for as we look to our future. So yeah. Melissa, what would you say?
2: Yeah, I mean, Koozie's obviously always been another flagship brand for us. So it was a little bit always in the mix. And as as David says, it the whole brand itself, it's it's something that's, you, you have a good time, right? If a Koozie product is around and and that's, yeah, sure. that's, our goal is we want to provide those solutions to people that leave a positive lasting memory. So we, we also included group for a few reasons and hold on one That's step. your
1: dog. That's not my That's dog. My
2: dog. I'm at work. Uh, we included group for, yeah, for a few reasons, really, because we're a diverse team we also have a great assortment of our own brands, and and also Group is just more approachable in how it sounds, and and that's really kind of who we who we are. We're people and products that provide those those solutions. So,
0: yeah, and and, and it was with with that Koozie name, it's it's one of those rare products that um, or brands, I should say, that where it's people associate the brand with the actual name of the product right people people when they're referring to can coolers or can coolies they call them koozies right you know so that's that's such a it's it's such a big big name already and i imagine that helps a lot with with just brand recognition and going to market and everything like that
1: absolutely absolutely you know that's absolutely right that that really made it easy for us uh in terms of choosing this name and i say that with a grin because uh, it was anything but easy yeah. <laughs> Even, we, had, we had so many different options and and again i would I would uh, just congratulate um, and thank Melissa and her team they ran an exhaustive process and probably the thing I'm most proud of is they involved our entire employee base from people from you know from the factories to people in customer service and you know sales uh, throughout all the different functions I actually got a voice in this. we had a robust ro- uh, voting session and um, you know, every town hall we would talk about the progress we're making, and everybody had favorites, and it was uh, just everything short of uh, we were taking legalized betting on which which brand <laughs> would win. But uh, I think people were overall were really pleased where we ended up. Very very cool. So um, so given
0: that though, there was definitely other names considered, as we kind of alluded to before. What were other some of the some of the other finalists or things that, that you're looking? at? Anything like really off the wall, or what what were you narrowed down to?
1: I'll let Melissa, she promised that I, I, she made me promise that I wouldn't tell any of those funny ones, but I'll let her hit a couple. The The one, the other one I liked, cause we have so many great brands at, uh, that make up Big Graphic and now to be known as Koozie Group. And one of the other ones that's great is the souvenir brand, the pen brand, which mm-hmm. is the, another brand that's like, you know, 50 years old and it's got a great, you know, history and you know, great traditions, et cetera. And you think about the name souvenir and, you know, kind of that's, you know, you, promotional products it is a souvenir for your brand that you want to promote. So there was definitely a tie there. As you can tell that was one of my favorites as yeah. I'm yeah. it here, but uh yeah. I'm again I'm glad where we ended up, but uh, Melissa may have a couple of other funny ones to tell you. What were some ones? Yeah.
2: Were- yeah, I mean, I think there was definitely a few on the short list to to David's point, but it's kind of like naming a child, right? Everyone's <laughs> got their opinion
1: <laughs> and
2: um everyone's got their opinion and you know, somebody didn't like that for one reason or the other. So it was, you know, it was a two year process of, uh, internal surveys and focus groups and, and even third party agencies we used. And it was, wow. it was 800 names in the end. And sure. honestly, a lot, a, a lot of them sounded too much like a distributor. Okay. Um, and maybe some were really like, you know, new and fresh and, and kind of who we're all about as, as we move forward. So I think, um, you know, David's David's souvenir one was certainly in the mix, but I, I think we we kind of ended up with the right one for us. So, yeah.
0: can you give us one other one?
2: Um, I think we had a lot in there that had the word brand in it, which okay. uh, again, yeah, had had too much of a of a distributor sound to it. So. All
1: right. Well, we looked that's at great. the founders of promotional products and maybe using their names. Um, yeah. We, yeah. Again, it was, it was very creative and I don't think she wants to give you any because somebody will steal one of these and oh, they'll end up being a billion dollar uh, business. Yeah. Uh, you say, oh they, no,
0: we should have went with that one. But yeah. the, uh, all right. Well, we'll, we'll move along. Um, what kind of uh, marketing and communications are you doing to get word out about the name change? I, I, obviously, uh, Talking to industry media like this is one thing, but I'm sure you have a much more extensive campaign underway. What what are some of the things you're doing?
2: Yeah, yeah I mean, so, to,
0: oh okay, sorry, go, on, go ahead,
2: David. No, yeah, so ahead. so we uh, we've actually, as David said, we've involved our employees kind of from the beginning, and and really we have had an internal launch campaign going on since January, and really even taking them through our historical journey of how we got here as an organization, and and in fact this this coming week, we actually have coupled with our employee appreciation week is kind of our party in a box official launch, obviously, because we have a lot of remote employees right now. Um, But externally, we've, we've slowly started to tell our customers, um, you know, since January in, in virtual meetings and other settings, but but really earlier this month, um, we started a teaser campaign using kind of all the platforms, print, digital advertising in the trade publications, industry search engines, r- really anything. We've we've also have done and, and started a series of our own videos um, okay. showcasing, showcasing a lot of like our employees and our customers to help people understand their short segments. It really helps people understand more about some of the other changes that we've gone through as an organization and are working towards. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what we've done so far. So,
0: gotcha. It's a ton, ton of stuff, obviously. And um, so, that, so David, you had alluded to this before, and a nice segue into this question, which is, you know, the, the name change is kind of a new a new start, um, a new day, if you will, for Cruzy Group, formerly BIC. Um, what are some of the initiatives that that you guys are working on to to improve things and, and kind of get uh, best of class? You know, just Maybe something you could speak to there.
1: Sure, and and I, I mentioned it, a, you know, a few minutes ago around the the service aspect. I know it's critical in this industry. Um, you know, people's businesses are at stake, and you know their their promotional dollars are being put to use here. And you know, there's a lot of a, of, a, of our distributors' reputations on the line. So I, I totally understand how important customer service is to the uh, to the industry, and that's really where we. Uh, over the past couple of years focused our efforts and it is monumental here. I mean, we get, uh, you know, we get north of 3000 3, orders a day, every one of them important, every one of them different. And um, obviously, we, we've got to deliver on every single one of those. So a 98% service level, which is where we run, 2% is an awful lot of mistakes. And, you know, we're working as quickly as we can to, to make sure that we even eradicate those, uh, those 2% or Put put the process in place to be able to go ahead and handle those uh, one-offs, if you will. So there's some things that, and and it's been great having a partner like HIG behind us, and you know they've flowed some capital to us to allow us to, to to enhance our uh, customer service experience. So we've we've deployed Salesforce for Service mm-hmm. um, throughout our organization, so that um, and and what timing, given the fact uh, how many people we have working from home, but Perfect. on one screen on one screen with Salesforce for Service. The service cloud you can see um, everything there is about a, a customer the order what they're what they're asking about the, the flow of conversation what the Salesforce may have what our own Salesforce may have added in what the distributors comments were and really to be able to get that solution um, or that opportunity and take advantage of it with our with our customers so it's a huge piece of what we're doing um, internally then even you know more internally to us is we've overhauled our website um and the feedback so far and, and it's it's early days, obviously, because we just relaunched it. But, you know, people are using it now to look up inventory, track their invoices. I mean, it's become a real self-service tool for our customer base, which is, you know, critical to us as, you know, we deal with that many orders on a given day. And then even further internally, um, we've got a new transportation management system. Uh, Before, we just used to strike a contract with FedEx or UPS, and we'd go with that only. And now we can rate shop real time you know given a given a you know a, a destination do we are we shipping at UPS, FedEx or United States Postal Service, right? Um, or are we shipping it you know with a with a uh, with a with a trucking company and a long you know a long hauler or something like that that's more cost effective. Um, and then is it ground? is it two day ground? is it air? So it's a real terrific um, proven tool you know through sh- that e-commerce shippers use uh, you know across the across the world. And then last we've just deployed a uh, what I'd say is a forecasting tool. Um, what I've learned about this industry is you know you could have you know a thousand items, and you know your customer and their end customer is going to want that you know thousand yeah. and one item
0: thousand
1: and one yeah yeah so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to then have um so this forecasting tool it's uh it's uh, called gains and it's uh world class and allows us just real high visibility and, you know, predictive uh, measures to be able to, you know, make sure that we have the right inventory and right products in place. So that's from, you know, kind of on the customer service side. And then I'm equally excited about uh, two new, two kind of new categories that we'll dive into. So Privaguard, that's our antimicrobial offering, and that's within our pen business right now. And that's actually taken the additives, either Microban or microblock, adding it to Adding it to a pen and it, you know, it it helps. Uh, it helps with uh, keeping it as clean as possible. Let's just put it that way. And just it's been an unbelievable success with traditional customers and you know the hotel chains, et cetera. Um, we're going to take those um, additives and put them into a whole host of other products. So you'll see a okay. full offering around uh, around Previgard. And then the other category that, quite honestly, a lot of people have jumped on is you know let's call it healthcare. And I think the differentiator is for us as we look going forward. Um, we're definitely going to be in healthcare in a big way, but we're going to focus our efforts against the promotional products industry and not just go chase PPE, uh, you know, and sell it to whoever might might want to buy it. Um, ours is going to be you know traditional. We're going to put logos on there and help build people's brands going forward. And uh, and then you'll see a whole host of new products. I mean, Melissa and her product team under under Pierre have done a terrific job of lining it up and getting it ready. I'm really excited about it. I wish it was here already. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's
0: obviously a, a, a huge ton of stuff. Um, so maybe I'll be a little redundant in this, but is there any other initiatives that you guys may be undertaking? Maybe it's partnerships with other brands. Maybe it's acquisitions. I don't know if it's stuff you could talk about yet, but just cool things that might be coming, you know, as, as you head into 2021 as Koozie as Group officially.
1: Let me let Melissa take this one first. Sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, one of the big things we've been working on is uh, what we're calling our Keep it Give It program. and that is um, all about our our social impact and and kind of uh, corporate stewardship, right? and and social responsibility. So that uh, for us as an organization has been really important because obviously, you know, um, corporate social responsibility, environmental sustainability, diversity inclusion, um, those are pillars that mean something to us and, and mean something to our customers and their customers. And so um, we have kind of a, a whole um, a whole commitment that we've been working through as a team. We have a task force on it. And, and one of those elements that I think our distributors will start to see as we roll into 2021 that's going to be in, important to them is this concept around what we're calling the keep it give it or kg factor which which really a- applies almost an environmental stewardship rating on the products that we bring in so you know we want to be known for for leaving those lasting positive memories like we said before right and and this is just one of our ways to be able to do that um, in the promotional space
0: well that's that's really exciting and um, I'll tell you we' we're, um, we're working on a pretty big story now about uh, Uh, 21 predictions for uh, 2021 and that sustainability um, aspect is come up with almost everybody we've talked to that hey you think maybe the pandemic pushed sustainability aside not at all it's actually in some ways it's come more into focus and stuff like that so that sounds like you guys are right on the on the pulse of things right there so that's that's pretty cool um got one more question for you and this one is not uh, fix specific it's kind of more industry-wide um, you know, you guys are obviously uh, uh, leaders at one of the, the, the biggest companies in the industry. So you have a, maybe a perspective that's not afforded to, to everybody. Um, how do you kind of see Promo doing in, in 2021 based on what you're seeing from that, that kind of top level?
1: Sure. I mean, there's no question 2020 is, uh, has been really challenging. And I think that those challenges are going to spill over into 2021 uh, you know, all the economic data you you read and how businesses have begun to start back up and some more cautiously than others. So I, I think to me, it, it would be 2021 will be kind of a cautious rebound uh, mm-hmm. within the promotional product space. And I think that's a, um, that's kind of how we're going to, we're going to approach it. I think you're going to see, um, I think you're going to see some real serious consolidation in the industry, both on the supplier side and on the uh, distributor side, some of it's already happening. And I think you're going to see some companies that Aren't going to make it which is uh, which is a shame um i I think that will spell opportunities for those that do make it i think you're going to be able to take market share and uh, and then there'll definitely be some you know m and a that'll that'll spill out of this that uh where companies can can join up or you know become even stronger partners and you know uh, you know uh, tackle the future together so that's how i kind of see it melissa
2: yeah i mean i think for us it's it's been a year of being showing our agility in terms yeah. of, you know, our our employees, how everybody's looked um, you know, many people have looked into getting into new categories and I think we'll see more of that. Um is, is kind of we thought we were all moving pretty fast in the world and now now we've all shown we can move ten times faster, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's a little bit of that. And I think there's definitely some um some categories that are here to stay for quite a while. So
0: like like PPE, you think you think PPE will be around for quite a while? Or
2: I I think more as David mentioned, I think it will definitely be around next year. I think the outdoor category will continue to grow as as people you know that's been a growing trend. I think that'll certainly continue into next year. And I think the traditional healthcare, the the kind of antibacterial, antimicrobial products, the sustainability you know piece. I think all of those are have been. I don't even wanna call them emerging trends, but trends that I think will continue, but be even more important for for many years after this. Got it.
0: All right, well guys, Melissa, David, thank you so much for joining us here on Promo Insiders today and sharing the exciting news that uh, BitGraphic starting 2021 will officially be Koozie Group and you have a lot of exciting new initiatives going on with that, best of luck with all of them. Really appreciate the insights.
1: Yep, great, thanks Chris.